Welcome to the Martin and Zoe Show. Deep thoughts from shallow minds. Mentally, we wear floaties in a kiddie pool of thought. I'm Martin. And I'm Zoe. We're good friends who go to church together. We love God. We love working for Him and telling others about Him. And in between, we have a lot of fun. We may be laughing one minute and, and crying. crying the next. <laughs> <laughs> Someone thought it'd be a good idea for us to do a podcast. They're so crazy. <laughs> but I think they've been painting in a room that was not properly ventilated. In this podcast, we'll be talking about God, about the Bible, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing so. Weekly episodes will be available on Tuesday mornings. We invite you to check out the church's website, parsonschurchofchrist.com, and see how we are loving God and loving people. You can also follow the church on Facebook and Instagram. So join us on the Martin and Zoe Show. Martin and Zoe Show. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of our podcast. Zoe, today we're going to talk about a really difficult subject. And it all begins with one question. Does this dress make me look fat? <laughs> I forgive you for wearing it. <laughs> Zoe, how dare you say such a thing like that? I can't believe you talked to a lady that way. <laughs> you, ma'am, are no lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, today we're actually going to talk about forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness is a lot more challenging because, you know, let's face it, it's not always easy to forgive somebody who continually hurt you. Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 14 and 15, If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That's a pretty tall order there, isn't it, Zoe? It really is. Forgiveness is one of the toughest aspects of being a Christian. And uh, it can be real rough, but when you do learn to forgive, it can be so cleansing for you like free freeing yeah. oh it is absolutely such a free i love what you would say i forgive you because i have to <laughs> that's right i forgive you because i have to that's right <laughs> do we have to <laughs> yes yes <laughs> if we want to get to heaven we better forgive here when we talk about forgiveness almost every time somebody brings up well what about forgiving and forgetting i can't forget and people think because they can't forget something that means they can't forgive. Well, first of all, we need to understand the Bible never says that we are supposed to forgive and forget. In fact, the Bible says that God is the one who does that. And God said, for example, uh, in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12, that he would forgive their trespasses or their sins and remember them no more. That's right. Well, what does that mean, Zoe? <sighs> It means that God can forgive anybody. That is one of the great things. God is very merciful. He's very loving. He has forgiveness that we'll never understand, but we still have to strive for it. We still have to try to fill those shoes, and we have to let it go. We have to. You know, God, don't you want him to forgive you? Don't oh, yeah. you want him to let what you've done go? Yeah. You know, and I mean... You have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Everyone's going through their own things. And a lot of the time, when they do things to you, they may not even be trying to hurt you. They may not even be thinking about it. Yeah. So letting it go, like I said before, has been a real freeing thing for me. You know, sometimes people do things 
not because they're trying to hurt you, but they're trying to make themselves feel better. That's right. You know, maybe they feel, I don't know, inferior to somebody. So they think if I knock that person down a few pegs, then then it'll make me feel better about myself. Uh, That's the way I used to be when I was younger. I was really good at that. I didn't know I was doing it. I actually had a good friend of mine point it out to me. Man, I feel like such a jerk afterwards, you know. And uh, I didn't realize I was doing it. And it just took him calling me out on it and saying, why do you do that? And, well, then I had to start thinking, which is really hard for me to do. You know, it makes it a lot easier to forgive when, you know, when I read that vengeance was the Lord's, it took a lot off me because I had a very vengeful mind when I was young. I wanted to repay them all for what they've done to me. (laughs) God can do it so much better than we ever could. Yes. And if we just let it go, you know, everyone's going to get what's coming to them. And I'm not saying that I want everyone to suffer. I hope they all go to heaven. But the odds of that happening are not good. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus himself said there are only a few get to go to heaven in comparison to those that are not going to go to heaven. So God is willing to forgive anybody of anything. And I think the Apostle Paul is a perfect example of that. Mm. You know, you think, you know, Paul was after one kind of person. The ugly. No, and it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see him all the time. He's always after me. You know? <laughs> Plastic surgery won't fix this, guys. You know I took down all my mirrors. <laughs> after they all broke for some mysterious reason. <laughs> it's so fragile. Look right at them. I got so much bad luck. <laughs> But you think about Paul, before he became a Christian, he wanted to persecute, to imprison, and really to kill only one kind of person, Christians. That's it. Not people who were abusing children, not people who killed people, you know, not, you know, jerks or whatever, you know, he wanted to kill Christians. Yet God forgave him and made him, um, I'd say one of the greatest apostles, because that's just really... I don't like that kind of saying because that's like saying the other apostles weren't that good. Well, he said that he was the least of them all. Yeah. He had a very humble attitude after after he was saved. And, uh, you know, Paul, we, we think so highly of him because he wrote so much of the New Testament. But uh, Paul was not any greater than any other apostle. Uh, we shouldn't put him on a pedestal. The only one we should put on a pedestal is the Lord. That's right. And uh, but anyway. not a pedestal tall enough. What are we gonna do? I mean, I mean, <laughs> Let's see. I guess I'll just let him sit in heaven. How's that sound? <laughs> you know, hey, hey, I love the idea of him looking down on me. We have a board in our church where, uh, you know, it says write down where you saw God this week. And I did a little joke. I wrote one that said in the clouds, <laughs> and I put it on the board. You know, I mean. The idea of him looking down on us and watching us and always being with us, even when you're alone, you're not alone. Amen. And I love that. I love the idea of it, the thought of it. It's it's great. <laughs> Some people hate it because they think the idea that somebody's spying on them, just watching them, waiting for them to make a wrong move. You know, it's not really that. He, he's watching us because he cares about us. And he's not putting it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He puts it in the book of life. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) 
But, uh, you know, he, he does help us. He wants us to succeed in life. and But succeed or success in his mind is different than ours. You know, our idea of success is get a billion dollars. His idea of success is we're doing things his way. And we do that, we're truly blessed. Um, Zoe and I both have a lot of experience not living in, in the Lord. And I, I'll guarantee you living in the Lord is so much better than not being in the Lord. You know, for one thing, we get awesome friends and brothers like like I got sitting across the table from me. And uh, that's you, you Zoe. <laughs> me? Uh, what did I do? <laughs> and also, you know, you speak about money. I am one of the brokest people I know. But you know what? I'm not worried about my bank account here. Yeah, I'm worried about the treasure in heaven that where it won't fade, won't rust. Moss won't eat it. You know, I can't spend it here. Yeah. You know, it's waiting on me. It's almost like a trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> well, you trust he will fund you. <laughs> but coming back to the idea of forgive and forget. Yes, God will forgive us of anything. He'll forgive anyone as long as we turn to him. It's the forgetting part. This is where people have a struggle. The Bible does say that he will forgive us our sins and remember them no more. That does not mean that God will forget our sins like they've never happened. I mean, I always give this illustration. I knew a guy named Bill. And when Bill was a young man, he actually committed murder. And then he actually got out of prison and went into prison ministry. And when he would go into prisons, he would tell his story over and over again. Probably told that story hundreds, if not thousands of times. But if God truly forgot that, then Bill be sitting there telling a group of inmates, you know, when I was a young man, I committed murder. Could you imagine in heaven, the father's like, Jesus, Jesus, oh, come, come here, come here. Did you know Bill killed somebody? Oh, what? Spirit, what do you know about that? I never heard a thing about that. Boy, I plumb forgot. You know, I just don't, you really think God forgot? He's no. just not going to hold them against us as long as we repent. That's it. When it says that he'll remember them no more, he won't keep bringing it up. You know how sometimes we do things wrong and certain individuals in our life like to keep bringing things up again and again. Well, you did this one time. I'll never forgive you for it. Well, I wish you would, <laughs> but you know, but sometimes people just won't let things go. And it's one of my favorite things to joke about because <laughs> it is a big part of the world. Yeah. But as Christians, you know, instead of letting things just bring you down, you know, it's okay to have a little laughter instead of tears. Amen. You know, to see the things and just be like, you know, that's what they do. It is what it is. Yeah. It's a great wise saying that we've learned from a very wise man. But uh, the idea of God remembers our sins no more. He never tells us that we're supposed to forget our sins. Now, he does tell us that when we forgive, we let it go. In that case, we, we quote unquote, remember it no more. But. Think about it. If somebody were to abuse you, mistreat you in the most awful ways, you might forgive them, but are you ever really going to forget what's been done to you? It's best to remember. Yeah. I mean, so that you know what will be coming in the future. You know, I mean, it helps us to judge, you know, the spirit. Yeah. If if you don't remember bad things, you're more likely to turn around and do the same bad thing again. Uh, you know, history repeats itself, we say. And, uh, you know, in our country today, people are trying to take down different monuments and things that 
remind people of a bad part of America's history. And there's a lot of bad there. There truly is, and there's been a lot of very disgusting, awful things done in the history of our nation that uh, are very embarrassing, uh, very awful. And, and I wish... I wish I had a DeLorean that I could hit 88 miles an hour and go back and change history and time and all that. where None of that stuff happened, but it did happen. And if we don't learn from those mistakes, how are we ever going to move forward and be better? That's right. And if we don't remember them, you know, we'll be destined to repeat history. And the same is true with our spiritual lives. You know, if I don't remember, hey, the last time I was feeling stressed like this, I made a mistake and I did this and committed a sin. Well, if I don't remember that, then the very next time I'm under that same kind of stress, I might do the exact same thing again and commit sin again. But if I remember, hey, last time I was in that situation, I chose wrong. This time I'm going to choose right. So it's actually not a bad thing to remember things that have happened to us. And I'm just tired of feeling guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? That brings up another part of forgiveness. Perhaps the hardest thing of all is forgiving ourselves rough it's real rough there's things i've done i know god has forgiven me but uh there's just a reminder there man i did that and i think about people who may have heard or witnessed what i did and the impact it may have had on them the negative impact and uh, it bothers me this day that that i made poor choices you know and, and some of this was long 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 time ago but i wonder sometimes just how those choices may have affected certain individuals. So some of the things that we really struggle with is just forgiving ourselves. Um, you know, it's real hard to do. I mean, when you rack it up and you don't know that you needed to be doing the good things, you know, you come from a certain life where there's no one around teaching you the good things. It's it's hard to find God when there's no one around you that knows God. Yeah. And, you know, you're certainly not going to learn about God from the world, especially from television and movies. You know, as a kid, this this is kind of a perfect illustration. As a kid, I grew up watching the Dukes of Hazard, Smokey and the Bandit, things like that, where the police were the bad guys. Oh, you mean they're not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I learn something new every day. <laughs> There's a reason I don't keep coffee and donuts in my house, you know? <laughs> I'm just playing, police <laughs> yeah. officers. I'm very thankful yes, for what uh, you do. Yes. Uh, but speaking of bacon, when I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I truly believed the police were the bad guys. And and I remember I was riding with a friend, and I, I was young. I probably around 12 years old, and and uh, she had turned right in front of another vehicle, and this truck was just flying at her and hit her, hit her truck. She had a beautiful old truck that she drove, and I remember coming to a stop at a, it actually turned into a gas station we pulled in and uh, i was sitting in the middle and like the person to the right of me i turned and said get out get out get out the cops are coming you know because in my mind that's what they always did on the dukes of hazard and smoking the bandit and so forth so i thought they were bad but that's the kind of stuff i learned from television from the world you know and and thinking that good things were actually bad I wish I could have wrecked over a hundred chargers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that would have been fun jumping those ditches. <laughs> By the way, the Charger is my favorite car. Really? I yeah. love the, I love the Dukes of Hazard too. Yeah. And of course, most of my family they didn't like police officers. They were doing things they shouldn't do. Yeah. 
when you start doing the right things, you know, it's funny, the other day I drove by a police officer and I was thankful to see him there. <laughs> and that has been a new feeling for me. Yeah. And I, and I really liked it. I liked going by him and knowing I wasn't doing anything wrong and that he was looking for the people that would, you know, hurt us or do things to your kids or, you know, break into your house or whatever, you know, we're really lucky to have them. Yes. Now, please understand, we're not saying that all police officers are saints and, and they're the greatest people on the planet. We, unfortunately, there are, they're human beings. But there's and, corruption everywhere. Yeah. Then, you, can't, then, you can't get around it. Exactly. Some make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And, you know, sometimes genuine mistakes are made. And then sometimes there are those who abuse the authority they have and do things that, of course, are very, very tragic. And, uh, you know, I think if we could all learn to forgive, you know, it'd be a lot better for us as a world, as a people. But it's hard to forgive. Um, but you also hear the people that say, I've done such terrible things, there's no way God would ever forgive me. Oh, I hear that. You hear that in the world a lot, and I always have to explain to them. But they still, it's like they don't hear me. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it is the guilt they feel for what they've done. So because their guilt is so great and they're unable to forgive themselves, they think, well, there's no way God will forgive me. That's right. But he he wants to forgive us so badly. But for whatever reason, we just keep running away from him instead of running towards him. Uh, I think about what G, what was said in, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 and 13. The Apostle Paul tells us to put on certain things. Now, when he says put on, that means add these things to your life. So he said put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Amen. Amen. You think about Jesus does God have to forgive us? No. <laughs> no, he chooses to. God can do what he wants. Yeah, and he chooses. He wants to forgive us. He wants us to do what's right. You know, when Jesus is hanging on the cross, what did he say when he looked at all the people that uh, were beneath him? Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. How many times, <laughs> just in the past month, have we done things and you look back and say, man, why did I do that? <laughs> I'm such an idiot. And 122. <laughs> <laughs> Later all? on, it'll be 123. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we do? We look back and think, man, why'd I do that? And, you know, forgive. They don't know what they're doing. There's a lot of times we do things just not really realizing how we're hurting ourselves, hurting others, hurting God. Uh, and there's times we, we absolutely do know, but we choose to do what's wrong anyway. And when you're depressed, it's so easy to start thinking, well, it's okay to be self-destructive. Yeah. And you don't think about who else you may be hurting. You know, those things are hurting God and you may not be thinking about it till later. Yeah. And I hate it when it happens because I always feel so terrible. Like I just did something to the best being that's ever lived, you know, <laughs> and it gets to me, but yeah. that's what reminds me to do it less and less, you know, so, you know, those thoughts can eventually make you better. Yeah. Zoe mentioned something that, that I want to address just for a minute. We, Zoe and I firmly believe in mental illness and we believe in depression. 
that uh, sometimes you need medication to get the chemicals in your body balanced. Our, our body is a phenomenal creation, and it's a it's a chemical factory when you think about it. We have all the different hormones and things that run through our bodies. Sometimes things just don't quite work right, and sometimes we might need medication to help with that, or we might need some behavioral adjustment. But uh, or sometimes I, we might need a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in my closet again. <laughs> hey, I saw Tom Cruise in there. <laughs> he said he's never coming out. <laughs> but uh, in, in all seriousness, folks, if, if you are dealing with mental issues, uh, please reach out to us. Um, we're not experts by far, but we know people who are. We, we know people who care about you. Uh, we both know people. Uh, and have people close to us who've committed suicide or attempted it. Uh, we both have thought about it in our lives. And uh, so it's it's a very real thing. Uh, there are some, th- some times that we get down in the dumps. And sometimes just our own negative thoughts will drive us further into the dumps. That's not the same as, as having like clinical depression or bipolar or, or anything of that nature. I'm just talking about sometimes we just get down. And when we focus on negative things, that's what Satan wants us to do. And it just takes us further down and down and down. And God wants us to focus on the positive. And one of the greatest ways to bring us out of those lows is to serve other people. It is. It takes my mind off of what I like to call the downward spiral. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, you start going on that downward spiral, you'd be amazed at how many people will join you. Oh, yes. So it goes the other way, too, though. When you go the, when you, keep working towards going up and trying to be a better person you'd be surprised who will follow you then also oh yeah so your good you know attitude your smiles your happiness when you go places your willingness to talk to people it can really brighten up their day even when you don't see it yeah one of the things we try to do as individuals we go to a store whatever we try to make the workers laugh because you know sometimes you know Customers get frustrated with them, get angry with them for no good reason. You know, sometimes you have to wait in line a little bit. Well, do you think the cashier likes having a long line with people upset at him? So we get up there, we just start to joke with them and, and just try to ease the tension. And, and you can tell they really appreciate things like that. I got extra potato wedges the other day for making a woman laugh. And I ordered six potato wedges. I got home and there was 10. And they were huge. I was like, man, all right. You know, see? The Lord provide. <laughs> Uh, you know, not that we necessarily want to jump off into mental health, but it's something that's very important. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, his teenage son recently committed suicide and, uh, always breaks my heart to hear that, but, uh, keep your eyes open. You see somebody who's struggling, take a moment out of your day to help. Uh, even if it's just to check on them, see how they're doing. There, there was a, Zoe and I run into a lot of characters in our life. We sure do. We were uh, driving down the highway. And uh, we came across the Tennessee River. And the Tennessee River has really high bridges that, that span over it. And there was a car stopped in the middle of the bridge. And there was a lady literally sitting on the edge of the bridge on the rail. And as we were driving by, she actually slung her second leg over the rail. Um, There's nobody coming behind us. I hit the brakes and backed up. And we just pulled up next to her. And we asked her if everything was all right. And she said, yeah, I'm just, just enjoying the view. And uh, we don't know if she was being honest or not, but um, we talked to her to ask her if everything was okay, if she needed anything. 
And Zoe being Zoe, what'd you say to her, brother? I said, if you're going to jump, I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed. She, she truly did. And uh, asked her again, you sure there's nothing we can do? And, and she said, no, she was fine. So we went on, and, and as we left, we prayed for her. And uh, we said, all right, when we go back through, if her car is still there, then that's bad news. If her car is gone, then she didn't do anything. And thankfully, we came back by about 30 minutes later, and her car wasn't there. Uh, you never know. She may have been sitting on the edge of that bridge thinking, you know what? If nobody cares about me, nobody will stop. But if somebody does care, they will stop. And it's just amazing how just a few minutes of showing that you care, yeah, it can save a life. Yeah. I don't know that lady. I didn't recognize her. Zoe didn't either, but... But she's a human being. And I probably couldn't recognize her again. I don't know if I could either. You know, I mean, it was so, it was such a quick interaction. But, and I'm not saying we did save her life, but we could have. Yeah. You never know. Because I have known people who have said that very thing. God, if you care about me, you'll send somebody here to say something. And if you don't, well, then I guess I know how you feel. And you just never know. Just a brief interaction like that. Well, we kind of got off the rails a little bit. We were talking about forgiveness, but uh, mental health is important to us. Um, well, mental health plays into forgiveness a lot of the time. It does. You know, I mean, when someone's dealing with such things, you know, it can be hard to even remember to, to yeah. forgive. And, you know, that, that kind of brings you two things. One, if you don't forgive others, it, it will eat at you inside. I like to say they're living rent-free in your head. <laughs> and they are. And, <laughs> and they know, don't even know it. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's affecting your thoughts, your health, and everything. And then also, if you won't forgive yourself, same thing. It, it, it destroys you from the inside out. So really, forgiveness, as well as a lot of other things, forgiveness does affect our mental health. But it affects most of our relationship with God. You know, forgiveness, it can be a challenge. And we have to work at it sometimes, especially when we've really been hurt by others. But the more we try to focus on the fact that we don't deserve forgiveness, that God has been so gracious and merciful to us, I really think it helps us to be forgiving and, and gracious and merciful to others. It's an awesome reminder. Amen to that. You know, we don't deserve forgiveness. So that means that we should show everybody forgiveness. Amen. Because all of us are equal. Amen. And we're all going through our own things. You know, try, people, try to put yourself in the shoes of the ones that hurt you. Yeah. Instead of jumping to a bad conclusion about people, well, they just did that because they don't care. They just did that. You know, instead of doing that, think, you know what? I don't know what's going on in their life. Maybe there's a reason why they did that or said that. But you know what? I'm going to choose to forgive them and love them anyway. That's right. Because that's what God did for me. <laughs> to which we say, thank you, God. Love, love. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our time for this week. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. We encourage you to check in with us every Tuesday. And you, you never know what we're going to talk about. We don't know what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> I don't know where would anybody else know. But uh, we want you to know we love you. And uh, if you do need help with anything, hey, please contact the church. We, we do mean it. And uh, we wish you good mental health. I sound like Fraser Crane. And <laughs> hey, quit talking about me. <laughs> but we love you, folks. And uh, we want you to know God loves you. And God's always willing to forgive if we'll just simply turn to him. Let's all do our best to forgive others. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Martin and Zoe Show. Martin and Zoe Show.